This NBA season, make every three-pointer, alley-oop, and buzzer beater even more exciting with FanDuel. You can bet on everything from first baskets and number of dunks to which player will drain the most threes. Or stack your bets with the same game parlay for a shot to win even bigger. It's quick, easy, and you'll get your winnings fast. So download the app today and see why we're North America's number one sportsbook. Make every moment more with FanDuel. 19 plus and physically located in Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-866-531-2600 or visit connectsontario.ca. Here's the scenario. You've been injured in a serious accident. The doctor says your recovery could take months, maybe even years, yet your insurance company is denying your claim every step of the way. If something like this happens to you, call me, Brian Goldfinger of Goldfinger Personal Injury Law. We have offices in Toronto, London, Peterborough, and now Kitchener-Waterloo. Visit goldfingerlaw.com and get us working for you. This game was insane. It was absolute madness. It was unhinged. The Raptors with what is basically like the 905 squad. They had seven guys active. So yes, Boucher, Hood, Gary Trent Jr., Yuta Watanabe, Paul Watson, OG Ananobi, Kyle Lowry, Pascal Siakam, Fred Van Vliet. Basically like the rotation out. Baines, Bembry, Stanimal, Kim Birch, Jalen Harris. The boy, Freddie Gillespie and Malachi Flynn playing in this one. And in an incredible turn of events, the Raptors almost beat the Mavericks, who are, I think, at very near full strength. They they don't have Kleba or J.J. Redick. And Kleba and Redick are both very important still. But they have Luka. They have Porzingis, who I really strongly dislike. But anyway, Flynn and Jalen Harris... Combined for 57 points. That's right. You're, it's not a typo that I'm reading. It's not anything like that. The 59th pick, Jalen Harris, and the 29th pick, Malachi Flynn, combined for 57 and nearly stole victory from the jaws of defeat. Of course, they didn't. They ended up losing this game because of the Mavericks. For what it's worth, they did actually operate in a pretty clutch fashion down the stretch. Luca ran some actions, got going downhill. Josh Richardson hit some free throws. And apparently, you know, the Dallas broadcast was going on about it. He's been very good from the free throw line this year, which I wasn't expecting him to be like that they wouldn't stop talking about it. And apparently he has been. He won't qualify for like the league leaders. He hasn't taken enough. But apparently his percentage is out of this world. And to his credit, he's a little bit above 91%, which is... An absolutely bonkers number to shoot from the free throw line. Typically, only reserved for the best. But okay, so Jalen Harris. Let's let's dive into that first things first. The off-the-dribble stuff, the event creation, as it were, was absolutely mind-numbing in this game. He was snaking the pick-and-roll. He was gnashing the pick-and-roll after the big came out onto him and isoing, looking like he had the ball on a string. And his first step looked like he was the flash. He was so rapid. And not to mention, like, the footwork was incredible. The hezzies were incredible. Two very important plays was just hop-stepping in the lane on the gather. 
And then the Hezzy, like he was going to do a layup when he was going downhill, got Luca off his feet once, then went into a gather, pump faked, got him off his feet a second time, and then went up for a layup. And Luca, a lot of intelligent people would tell you that he's actually had an okay year defensively to the point where you would say he isn't a liability. That's how much he's improved. And Jalen Harris just kind of like pulled his pants down in front of everybody and scored on him. It was remarkable. And Malachi Flynn, I, it's always like very fun when Malachi Flynn brings good shot making to the table because I, I really like his playmaking for one. It's not like next level or anything like that, but I think it is very competent and he brings competent playmaking and defense night in and night out. So when he has his shot going a little bit and he loads up from downtown like he did in this game, things can get really fun really fast. And he largely was the the motivator for the Raptors offense down the stretch. And my God, like they, they had this really great baseline out of bounds play. I think I, my best guess is Evan Gualberto will probably break it down on Twitter. So if you go visit his account, It'll probably be up there by the time you're listening to this. If not there, uh, go to Blake's Twitter because he detailed it. There's no video, but he had a pretty good breakdown of it. But it ended up with Freddie slipping a screen, going to the bucket and drawing a foul. And it was a really clever play. Blake has addressed it before. So there's a possibility that it might be even written somewhere. But anyway, Harrison Flynn lifting the rising tide that lifts all boats. They absolutely, they worked so hard with the Raptors in this one. And okay, so here's the 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 comedic relief, right? Is that, so this is happening. That's largely the thing that's moving this game along for fans. Why, why are they watching? What makes it fun? And so on the one hand, Jalen Harris was just absolutely going bonkers and looked like an extremely good scoring guard off the bench, a seasoned veteran who had been scoring above 16 points per game on okay efficiency for four plus years or something to that effect. Just the perfect picture of a scoring guard. His ability to get by guys, that first step, and the change of speed was it was remarkable. And that was the biggest takeaway from this game was that he couldn't really be deterred from where he wanted to get on the court, which was not a big part of his game. In the NBA competition he's played in so far, there was a bit of a flash in the G League bubble, yes, but he, he hasn't shown this, well, what he's been showing over the past few games, but it this might have been the fever pitch. I guess we'll see what happens in the final game of the season against Indiana on Sunday. But my goodness, the guy was just blowing past people. And so what made it really funny to me was that there was this effortless kind of... <laughs> Jalen was getting places and he made it look really easy and he was super rapid and smooth on top of that. And Stanley Johnson started off the game shooting like 0 for 8 or something like that. I think he finished 5 for 16. He came on towards the end of the game. But it was really funny because it was categorically funky in a much different way than like OG Ananobi because OG doesn't pull out a bunch of dribble moves. He doesn't have a lot of packages. He has very simplistic moves that he's worked on really hard and actually worked pretty well to his advantage. And he is a big-bodied guy, so when he gets going downhill, he'll move you out of the way. He's he's a barrel just rolling down the hill. Stanley, it looked like, was trying to emulate the rapid type of driving style and dribble style that Jalen Harris had. And so he ended up just a lot of dribble moves the ball rarely left the outside of his body. He didn't have great control of it. But 
he wouldn't get any of the advantages that Jalen Harris was able to with this dribble. So he would just end up bashing into somebody after he, he pulled out all the stops. He's like, okay, these are my dribble moves. No advantage gained. Just smash into them. He's a big guy. He's super strong. He's thick, much thicker than Jalen. So he just, he, he busts out these moves like, okay, plan B and just starts smashing into people. To somewhat of a of a good effect, he was able to score a couple baskets. Now, did they come after losing the ball, repossessing it, pump faking three times, and then just hitting a fadeaway? Yes, that did happen. But it's appointment viewing, just watching him, because as I talked about last podcast, how Stanley had that incredible game, he has a proclivity to put way too much dip on his chip. He's just like, hell yeah, give it to me. I want it all, all the time. And he was screaming, yelling, clapping his hands as he was like hitting his first shots of the game. By by all accounts, was playing a pretty bad game, but he was hyping himself up. And I love that. That's exactly what I want to see in a game like this. Who are the players? What are their parts? And Stanley Johnson playing his to a T. It was so funny. And it was so like, yeah, hell yes, Stanley, get yours. So on the one hand, you have these fantastic performances from Malachi Flynn and Jalen Harris. And on the other hand, you have Stanley Johnson just willing himself to, you know, double digits. And my God, he got there. And it was really, really funny because, you know, he's in on it, too, to some degree. He's like, hell yeah, this is a grind for me, but I'm going to get there. And credit to him, he did. Defensively, the Raptors, I think, did a pretty good job, honestly, of pressuring Luka, especially in the second half. Luka, of course, he got to a triple-double. But he just didn't have his legs. It didn't look like those step backs where he gathers himself. He shoots a lot worse from three than a lot of people might expect. But 37% from the field in this one, one for eight from downtown. Didn't get to the line as much as he's used to. And very clearly just wanted to get layups. And that's that's all he wanted to do. Did he settle for some jump shots? Yes, but it was funny because there's an element of Luca's game where he can grind and bump and do that. And he can hang in the middle of the lane after a jump stop and produce really easy baskets just because of his brain and his ability to kind of bump and grind and use his low center of gravity there. But in this one, it looked like he couldn't be bothered to do it. He didn't want to fight with the Raptors players because they kept blitzing him and the ball had to leave his hands. So when he was actually able to turn the corner, it was after great effort to kind of shake loose of those guys And the Raptors, for what it's worth, this is something that they've been doing for a long time, is asking secondary players to beat them. It it didn't go very well in some spaces of the game, but towards the end of the game when the Raptors started making their run, they effectively forced a bit of a drought for the Mavericks because of that style of play, putting the onus on guys like Tim Hardaway Jr. or Nico Melli combining for what? Looking at the stats now, three for 17. Three for 17 is not good. Dwight Powell as well, not as potent on the roll as he typically is. Porzingis, yeah, he scored 21. Finney Smith, he hit some corner threes totally. And Jalen Brunson, in second side action, I would say, and some primary actions as well, is pretty nifty on the pick and roll and found opportunities in transition. But for the most part, in the half court, the Raptors kind of kept things under lock and key because of that blitzing style. And if it's going to work against any team, it is going to work against the heliocentric one. This has been the case for many years. And even as the roster has become more and more ill-equipped to take the toll of that style, 
there still have been standout games where it does work, notably against Kawhi Leonard and Damian Lillard. So why not against Luka Doncic as well? And it did. And they almost came back in it. It was a super fun finish to the game. Malachi Flynn going the length of the court for a contact layup. He even, the term would be bullied, I think. He bullied Luka at the point of attack. He's defending him straight up about seven, eight feet off the three-point line up towards half and just stripped him, took it down for a layup. And it probably should have been an end one. It wasn't registered as one. Well, there was just no foul called. And just to see him do that, like this is an MVP candidate, of course. Luka Doncic very well could be a first-team All-NBA player. If he isn't, he's almost certainly going to be second-team All-NBA. And Malachi Flynn just stripped him in clutch time and then took it down for a layup. That's super impressive stuff. And I was a little bit disappointed that Jalen Harris didn't get playing time down the stretch, really, because that was really too bad because he was so, so explosive off the bounce. But yeah, the Raptors, it was a super fun finish to the game. Most notable, Malachi Flynn, Jalen Harris, and Stanley Johnson. God, do I appreciate Stanley Johnson for what he's done. And that's why he gets the Reggie Evans Award. The, the amount of hustle this guy, he pours his heart and soul into these games. And not just... Because there's some players who give it all and they're quiet. And that's great. You act however you want when you're playing, pretty much. But to see Stanley, who he gives that little extra oomph, very, very funny. Top quick reaction comment is from Dun Deal. Quote, Jamar, you are killing it. A wicked take on the Lowry finale slash non-finale. Master P highlight sighting. Then the 30-point club hit. Jim Taddy voice. Yes, guy. End quote. Okay, I don't know who Jim Taddy is. But uh, I do know who Jamar is, and I'm glad. I've seen a couple comments like this of people appreciating Jamar's um, input on the site. That's awesome because I I enjoy his input a bunch as well. Keep hitting him with those compliments in the comments because as somebody who, uh, everybody who writes for Raptors Republic starts out, I would read the comments quite often. And anytime somebody would say, hey, Sam, I like this a lot. Thanks for writing this or anytime. It, it was nice to feel appreciated. And I hope that Jamar sees that or listens to this podcast, either or, and appreciates that you're taking the time to to big up him. Because Jamar, big shout out to you, my guy. Started working with Raptors Republic this year. Your stuff has been great. I've enjoyed it immensely. So yeah, big shout out to Jamar. That's a, that's a great place to leave the podcast. So thanks for tuning in, whether you got into it in the morning or at night. Have a blessed day and goodbye.